Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy, and debuting on the show, I've got director Marquise, Marquise Simmons. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, Donovan. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Do you want to just say your name again? I think Donovan might have butchered it a bit. <laughs> Marquise, my name is Marquise Simmons. Marquise Simmons. Okay, okay, and you are a director, right? Yes, Okay, okay, okay. How did that come into flourishion where you're directing? Because you've directed a lot of films and music videos. Mm -hmm. uh, directing started off when I was in college. Um, my dad kind of, you know, was trying to figure out things, you know, from playing college ball to, you know, doing film. When college ball was going to work out, um, I just decided to put all my energy into film. And uh, I went, I uh, attended Arizona State University for film and media studies, where I really learned how to become a, a much better writer and learn about the whole production side of things. And then I transferred to Columbia College uh, to kind of finish up, uh, which I really learned the production aspect of uh, film production um, mm -hmm. and just getting behind the camera. And uh, I just started writing and started uh, directing anything I get my hands across, whether it was music videos, uh, doing a, spot, a spec commercial for Nike or, you know, uh, for Nike or for different brands just to, tr just to really get my name and uh, my creativity out there in front of just uh, people and, and look for opportunity. So I just kind of just hit the ground running. Um, just whatever I get my hands on, I just directed it. It didn't matter how big the artists were. It didn't matter if they were indie or not. I just wanted to really just stretch uh, my creativity out and my vision out as a director. Okay, okay. And those that want to take that chance and stretch their create creativity to the next level, what would you tell them? We're in a new year, 2024. Oh, man, good question. Um, good question. Um, I think you have to, um, especially in this day and age, compared to where it was 10 years ago, uh, I would... There's nothing stopping anybody from doing it, you know, uh, but, but these cell phones now compared to what they were 10 years ago with the access to DL, the, the uh, DSLR cameras, I would say just get out and film, make mistakes, you know, watch movies, study them, um, you know, just get out there and experiment. You know, one, the, one of the biggest thing I would say for any director, definitely learn how to write writing, whether it's your treatments, you know, whether it's a script, it helps formulate, helps just formula, uh, formulate your vision. Uh, makes everything clear and concise so uh for me i was doing a lot of writing treatments and you know even some cases running and gunning and uh keep in mind that things are never going to go your way something can and will go wrong on set you just have to learn how to adjust to what's happening all right and what type of music videos because you said many 100 music videos lots of what do you call movies you directed small budget films did you want to talk about what kind of music videos are we directing do we like the all genres are we per mostly hip-hop and r&b because you know chicago they love their hip-hop Oh, for sure. I mean, the drill scene here is, is is incredible. And I was uh started really directing right around Chief Keith and, you know, Lil Durk and Lil Reese and all those guys kind of started taking off with drill culture, really started just to skyrocket here out of Chicago. For me, um, I, I, I wanted to, I come from a music background with my father, uh, you know, growing up in a recording studio, so I heard just pretty much every sound there is to hear. And um, I think uh, for me, it was just... Um, I wasn't just doing hip hop and R&B. I was doing heavy metal. Um, I was doing neo soul, jazz. I was working with artists that were well into their 50s and 60s and some, you know, as young as 19. So I uh, just I just stretched myself out, made myself just diverse. And uh, I just it allowed me just to, again, apply my creativity um, and really just show and express my creativity as a as a director. So uh, it wasn't just hip hop and R&B. Uh, I love doing them. 
but uh, I just just decided to kind of take a turn. Let me do heavy metal. Let me do a few heavy metal videos. Let me do a few, you know, neo soul videos. You know, let me do a couple of videos from, you know, some old school hip hop fanatics, you know, heads that, you know, are, are you know, got some skin in the game, but, you know, that are doing something new. So um, for me, I just really just, you know, just really stretching myself out, you know, on top of um, uh, while I was in school, creating a uh, creating a TV show. You know, while I was in school doing directing music videos. So I just really just kept my pin in a way, kept keeping my creative pin moving. Mm -hmm. Didn't stop. And uh, reason and uh, right now, um, uh, did a few short films. Um, uh, right now, I just had a short film called Broke Down Drone, uh, won a, a lot of awards. Um, What's that one about? Oh, Broke Down Drone. It's about two cousins, uh, one of them uh, kind of struggling in poverty, uh, one of them witnessed a murder. Um, in front of him and pretty much um, throughout the entire night uh, in order to, for things to kind of cool down they just kind of reminisce about the neighborhood and you know kind of just talk about the things that you know of the past and you know uh, just talk about uh, just the ever-changing community you know the film was a kiss to our neighborhood in Chicago called North Lawndale uh, from Willie Round and G. Riley Mills so um, it started off as a stage play in New York and I met them in New York being from Chicago and we just hit it off and uh, the stage play was incredible, and next thing you know, I was I was uh we, we came back to Chicago, and uh, I sat with them, uh, just had some suggestions. We kind of just went back and forth on the collab uh, on on the story, just adding more to it to enhance the uh, to 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 make you know to add more detail to it. And I made a phone call, uh, got the money raised, and we shot it in January of 2022 in the middle wow. of a snowstorm and I, everything that could go wrong donovan did go wrong it we are in the middle of a snowstorm you know snow everywhere you know cameras freezing you know delays and we still got it done so um so yeah i'm extremely uh grateful that this film um got the you know the recognition that it that it that it got that the you know my cinematographer won three times for best cinematography so shout out to Gary Walker um Tony Chapman who was a big element behind that film if it wasn't for him I don't think we would even have that film made so um and G Riley Mills and Willie Ryan wrote an incredible story so so many amazing actors in it um so yeah it's just been a journey with broke down drone and now we're uh in, in starting the pre-production process um soon um on mud life which is the feature film to broke down drone Ooh! and next time if you're filming out there my suggestion to you is make sure you have a big fire marsh pit because if you're filming <laughs> in those snowstorms you might need some fire marsh pits because brother the what the weather in chicago oh Windy City, if you were filming in there. Were you filming in Chicago yes, or no? Yes. Okay. We were filming in Chicago <laughs> in smack dab in the cold. <laughs> I do not. And I've been to Chicago, <laughs> listeners, and I'm telling you, it really is the Windy City. I was worried the hotel was going to come off as I was in there by myself, really naked and exposed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a chance to experience the hawk? I did get experience the hawk. Like I experienced that. I did the whole bus tour. I did everything. Uh, and I just say your city is amazing. It's like Toronto. So you need mm. to experience Toronto where you're filming some of these more short films in Toronto. Can we do that, brother? Absolutely. I got my passport renewed, so I'm ready to move about the world. Okay. So is there anything else you'd like to direct that's on your passion project list for 2024? Oh, man. Um, there's a few of them. Um, but right now, um, the one that's kind of got me caught up right now. Well, right now I'm actually, uh, we're, we're in the final, I'm in the final stages at the finish line with the documentary called Freedom Shred. 
that I uh, did last year in Mount Hood and uh, Mount Hood in uh, Timberline, Oregon. Mount Tim I'm sorry, Mount Hood and Tim uh, Mount Timberline and Mount Hood in Oregon. Uh, um, last uh, last June. Um, that'll be out soon, and I'll definitely send you a link to that so you can check it out. But that's already starting to get some attention, and we're not even done yet. We just sent it out to a few people that that uh, are in the industry that we uh, respect and uh, that we uh, definitely uh, got some great feedback. You know, none but three to four stars and up. So wow. um, we're excited about that. So that documentary is it kind of it tackles on you know just uh celebrating american freedom and uh just kind of just using snowboarding as an outlet of celebrate of doing you know celebrating that freedom and and, then we, and in the same time we kind of talk about the inclusivity in the sport of snowboarding and you know uh just different labels that sports like snowboarding come with so we kind of just tackle on those things in the documentary in a positive way in a positive light Mm -hmm. um so i'm excited to really show that uh get that out there um to the film festivals and see what happens but uh, uh right now uh, my my uh my, my my big thing at this moment is definitely um getting uh mud life um into production in the next six months so uh, hopefully still have some uh, things to take care of of course uh just as far as just you know making sure you know everything's good to go with the script and you know just you know just uh just get everything organized so for this year so um that film right there i'm extremely confident about and then another the film and I, I, I currently just got done writing two of them actually I just got done writing one is called don't look too close and the other one is called splintered uh so I uh, don't look too close I'm collaborating with Lily Hansen who's an amazing uh artist an amazing author an amazing writer so and a, a great actress um so I'll be working with her on that um uh, low key <laughs> and, uh, um so so there are a couple of projects that I just really have my um attention uh that have that have my attention dialed in uh this year so I'm excited to get to them I'm excited to uh just to 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 to, to film them and get them out there all right all right all right so what's your message what do you want to tell other creatives when they're pushing their films to these indie circuit film festivals I would say uh my biggest thing um you're going to learn. I learned through trial and error. Um, one thing I did was research all the festivals that support you as a filmmaker or your style of filmmaking and film, you know, because uh, there's so many of them, you know, that you think yours is great. You win so many awards at, at, with this film at these several film festivals, but this film festival here won't take it because they don't understand the uh, the context of of your film or it's you know it just didn't they it just didn't fit or it just might have missed you know you know on a vote you know what i mean so definitely you know when you hit these markets uh definitely find out films that support your film find those festivals that support your film and rock out with those festivals and definitely uh, build those relationships um they can only uh just they can, they can just only become better so that'd be my biggest thing do your research and uh, definitely make the connections. Um, definitely go if your film is nominated, if your film is screening, if you have the money. I know things are tight right now in the, in, in the, in the U.S. on money, but if you do have that opportunity, go. Um, broke down drone screen last summer in um, London, and G. Riley, was, who was the writer and the producer on the film, one of the producers on the film, went out there and uh, uh, went out there to the film, and he drew a big, big, big uh, audience with him. Uh, he does have a bit of a following in um overseas in Europe, so over in London. So um so definitely that's one relationship to keep, you know, and, and keep sending them, you know, projects. So any creative, any artist, any filmmaker out there, um definitely do your homework. Definitely um look into these festivals before you start hitting the submit button, the submission button. And uh, definitely if you, you get that, you get the attention, the recognition, definitely go out and build relationships, network. I know we have social media now and everybody, you know, 
runs the social media and, and, and talks talking to people, but I'm old fashioned. You know, I like to get out and talk to people and I like to get out and build those relationships in person. Right. Um, right. Can be- we talk deep? Can we talk a little bit more about networking? Because there might be other mm-hmm. creatives to say, why should I network for when this is my own project? Well, networking is very important. The reason why I say this is networking could put you in a position where a, a nine to five job can't or a degree can't. One thing with, with with your film is that, you know, as an artist, you know, there's a saying that we're sensitive about our, shit, you know, and that's a reality. So, and, you know, they're there. They're, every project is it's like a baby to a certain degree, you know, um, you know, you remember when you did it, you remember how made you felt, you remember, you know, going through the process. And I understand how hard it can be because, you know, you want people to receive it the right way. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, you get out here and network, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know, you know, you meeting this person, you know, may they may not, you know, understand your film or understand, you know, you, but they might introduce you to somebody that will. And that may be the missing piece to, you know, or can start off a, a, a great relationship, a business relationship moving forward, you know, because you never know what can happen. So I always urge to get out, even though if you don't feel like doing it, even though you're still, you know, worried or scared, you, you know, take a, just just take a jump and see what happens, you know? And, you know, uh, so I think we have a fear of uh, uh, people saying no, but that's the worst thing that can happen is them saying no, or not right now. You keep it moving. You just got to keep going. You know, you have to, you have to keep going and keep, keep networking, you have to keep talking to people um, and build those relationships and talk with them and, and uh, get a chance to know them, understand them. You know, uh, get a chance to really build relationships, you know, uh, go such a long way. It, it'll put you in so many different positions for you as an artist that you couldn't even imagine, you know, and that's a good and that's a great thing to have. It's a, that's a great thing to know and have. Right. Or being afraid people may say yes. Mm-hmm. That, that is another possibility. Um, <laughs> no, Donovan, Donovan, you're right, because, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, with artists, you know, we get that one. Yes. And we it what it does is it kind of opens up your minds and your eyes to, you know, to so much more. And it could, you know, it could scare artists. It scares artists. I've seen it. I've kind of, you know, it makes you a little nervous because now you have to really deliver. Now you're past that phase of looking for that yes and, and looking for that validation. But when you finally get it, you know, I've watched some people, you know, uh, kind of, you know, growing up in the business and uh, the behind the scenes in the music business, I've, you know, it happens where you get that yes and, you know, it, things take off and dreams come true and you get that yes and, and things that go south, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to stay true to who you are as an artist. You have to stay true to the vision and make sure that everybody around you is committed to that vision and most importantly, protecting the vision that you have for your project. So protection is a very big one. Right. And let's talk more about protection, because we know not everybody can be in our circle and not everybody's going to like our project. What do you say to that? Oh, man, that's a good one. Um, You can't please everybody. You can't please everybody. You know, you really hit me, hit me with that one. Um, <laughs> not everybody's going <laughs> to like Donovan. Not everyone's going to like right. Mr. Simmons. Right, exactly. I mean, the thing is, you know, it's like every movie that you see, every director is different. Christopher Nolan is different from Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg is different from Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler is different from Spike Lee. Spike Lee is different from Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino is different from Martin Scorsese. You're not going to, you're not, you know, you're not going to be everyone's taste. You're not. It's just a reality. You know, I might not watch, you know, there are certain filmmakers and certain directors that I'm more drawn to than others, you know, and you just have to stay true to who you are and you have to stay true to the message that you're trying to, you know, tell and how you want to tell it. You know, everyone's different. You know, every, you know, some directors 
require, you know, a, uh, an acquired taste. Others are, you know, you know, fun and, you know, exciting and, you know, adventurous. Others make you think and others take you down a psychological loophole and or rabbit hole, I should say. And, you know, so everybody's different. So you have to stay true to that vision and the right people, uh, the right audience will be drawn to you and be drawn to the vision, be drawn to what you're doing. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, you know, I'm not for everybody. Donovan is not for everybody. You know, Marquis Simmons isn't for everybody. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, you have to just get kind of, you know, I've learned to take things in stride. So, you know, I can't get hung up on, on, you know, friends or family members or people that are, you know, get discriminated at times. Hey, that's, you know, that comes with what we do It's just part of it. You know, um, you know, I'm not going to please everybody. It's not going to be a big fan. I'm fully aware of that I get it from a couple friends and family members that kind of keep me humble about it a little bit. So, you know, in a good way. So, you know, but it, it, it's, you know, it, it's cool, you know, it's cool, but you know, it's good to hear other people's thoughts and their feedback and to kind of take that in and, uh, you know, even though, you know, a lot of it isn't true or, you know, but it still is it's their opinion and it's always good to hear an opinion from time to time. You know, you might not always agree with it, but hey, you know, that's how they feel, you know, and, you know, from right then and there, you kind of get another another point of view from from someone watching your your, your film or your project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're always going to have haters. And then when you really make it, sometimes those same people saying, I love you, you got another Judas to deal with. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you, you do. I, I think with, with hate, you know, it's, you know, at the end of the day, um, I don't even have the energy to even acknowledge the hate. I don't even have the energy because I'm so focused on becoming a better, uh, you know, just becoming better. Um, I don't really look in to see, look, look at someone else's grass and see if it's green. I'm worried on, on my, making my grass the greenest grass. <laughs> so I just never really have really had that uh that my, that 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 you know that uh hate in me or or even look at haters in that way people that kind of become envious of you or you know this part of it it comes with the territory is i just don't really have the energy to engage into it i notice it and i see it and i can get a feel for it and you know at the end of the day you know you know it hey you know what can you do what can you say you know i'm an acquired taste to some people to other people i'm not so um and same thing with you, Donovan. It's just different, you know. We're we're different individuals, so we're creatives. So, um, yeah, it comes with it, man. It comes with it, you know. I just say with those people, you know, they haven't, you know, you know. Uh, I always tell people find your your life purpose and and go after and do it. It's gonna come, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, they're the ones with you know your name in their mouth, you know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you must like me if you have time to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making a point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms and your projects? Uh, yes. Uh, right now, I would tell everybody um, to look out for Broke Down Drone. Um, that'll be releasing online uh, on a distribution platform um, soon. We don't know. Uh, still waiting on some some uh, t- uh, on uh, some uh, some calls. Uh, but my uh, platform on Twitter and on Instagram, it's I am underscore Q-U-I-S-S. I am Keith. Q-U-I-S-S. So uh, I am all together underscore Q-U-I-S-S. And I'll pop right up. Okay. All right. Any final things you would love to tell Met Radio Toronto? Uh, Met Radio Toronto, it was a blast. Uh, thank you. Um, I look forward to, to coming up to Toronto uh, soon and just kicking it. Okay. 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 Thank you so much for coming on the show. All right. Thank you, Donovan. All right, all right. For Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCruxy. I would love to thank Director. You can throw out your name again. Marquise Simmons. 
And thank you to the listeners for listening. And thank you again, Mr. Simmons. All right. Thank you, Donovan. Thank you, Matt Radio. <laughs>